بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين سورة يوسف الله سبحانه وتعالى بيجن سورة يوسف in the opening verses نحن نقص عليك أحسن القصص بما أوحينا إليك هذا القرآن وإن كنت من قبله لمن الغافلين We relate unto you the best of stories in what we have revealed to you of this Quran although you were before it amongst the unaware. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the Qur'an as having ahsan al-qasas, the best of stories, the most accurate stories, the most profound, the most meaningful, the most important as guides in our lives. Surah Yusuf is the only story in the Qur'an, which ha- uh, the only surah in the Qur'an which has one story told from beginning to end, which comprises virtually the whole surah. It's amazing, it's amazing that such a complex and profound story, Allah only mentions two people by name, Yusuf and Yaqub, and one place by name, Egypt, Misr. The stories of the Qur'an focus on the detail that matter most, the moral lessons, what was said at key points, the outcomes, not the trivial detail which might be interesting but not pivotal to the story itself. When you look at other scriptures, The opposite is true. Bogged down with detail, you lose the essence of the story and the moral lessons. It's a very human tale. There are no physical miracles which stand out like the parting of the sea or the splitting of the moon. There is the exception, of course, of the miracle when Yusuf salam's brothers leave Egypt with his shirt and his father Yaqub in Palestine can smell the fragrance of his shirt. But besides that, it's really a story which demonstrates the full range of positive and negative human emotions and characteristics. You have the pure love of Yaqub for his son based on Iman, compared to the lustful love of the wife of Aziz for Yusuf based on desires. You have the hatred of the brothers of Yusuf based on jealousy. And then you have the forbearance of Yusuf for his brothers based on forgiveness. You have the tawakkul, the trust and dependence on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shown by Yaqub and Yusuf, knowing that the plan of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will come to fruition. And that is compared to the short-sighted self-deception of the brothers who think that they can commit a crime and then repent afterwards. You also have the comparison between the family dynamic on a micro level with the interactions between Yusuf, his father and the brothers set against the backdrop of the major events on a nationwide level when Yusuf is the minister of agriculture and saves the nation of Egypt from famine. There's a remarkable symmetry in the surah. The surah begins with a dream and ends with a dream. The surah begins with قَالَ يُوسُفُ لِأَبِيهِ يَا أَبَتِ إِنِّي رَأَيْتُ أَحَدَ عَشَرَ كَوْكَبًا وَالشَّمْسَ وَالْقَمَرَ رَأَيْتُهُمْ لِسَاجِدِينَ When Yusuf said to his father, O oh my father, Indeed, I have seen in a dream eleven stars and the sun and the moon. I saw them prostrating to me. And towards the end of the surah, you find the realization of this dream. And he raised his parents upon the throne and they bowed to him in prostration. And he said, O oh my father, this is the explanation of my vision before. 
In the beginning of the surah, Yusuf saw the stars and the sun and the moon prostrate to him. In the end of the surah, he sees his parents and his brothers prostrating to him. And that is the realization of that dream. The second major scene is the brothers plotting against Yusuf and almost beating him to death and throwing him down the well. And in this verse, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes this incident, فَلَمَّا ذَهَبُوا بِهِ وَأَجْمَعُوا أَنْ يَجْعَلُوهُ فِي غَيَابِثِ الْجُبِ وَأُحَيْنَا إِلَيْهِ لَتُنَبِّئَنَّهُمْ بِأَمْرِهِمْ هَذَا وَهُمْ لَا يَشْعُرُونَ So when they took him and agreed to put him in the bottom of the well, but we inspired to him, you will surely inform them about this affair of theirs while they do not perceive your identity. So in this incident, when Yusuf's brothers are throwing him down the well, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspires to Yusuf, وَوْحَيْنَا إِلَيْهِ لَتُنَبِّئَنَّهُمْ بِأَمْرِهِمْ هَذَا وَهُمْ لَا يَشْعُرُونَ You will surely inform them someday about this affair of theirs while they do not perceive your identity. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving glad tidings to Yusuf alayhi salam that he will come out of this situation. And that's an important lesson in our lives. In your most darkest hour, and none of us will face a darker hour than Yusuf thrown at the bottom of, his, of a well by his own blood brothers. None of us will face a situation like that. But in the darkest hours, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring you good news. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring you events that will raise your morale. Compare that to the penultimate end of the story. قَالُوا تَاللَّهِ لَقَدْ آثَرَكَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْنَا وَإِن كُنَّا لَخَاطِئِينَ The same brothers who near the beginning of the story do this now turn around and say to Yusuf, they said, By Allah, certainly Allah has preferred you over us, and indeed we have been sinners. The next major scene from the beginning of the story is Yusuf being sold into slavery, then attempted to be seduced, and then falsely accused and imprisoned. He says in response, قَالَ رَبِّ السِّجْنُ أَحَبُّ إِلَيَّ مِمَّا يَدْعُونَنِي إِلَيْهِ وَإِلَّا تَصْرِفْ عَنِّي كَيْدَهُنَّ أَصْبُ إِلَيْهِنَّ وَأَكُمْ مِنَ الْجَاهِلِينَ He said, My Lord, prison is more to my liking than that which they invite me to. And if you do not avert from me their plan, I might incline towards them and be of the ignorant. This phrase, رَبِّ السِّجْنُ أَحَبُّ إِلَيْهِ مِمَّا يَدْعُونَنِي إِلَيْهِ My Lord, prison is more to my liking than that which they invite me to. A human rights charity organization which interviewed so many prisoners of faith, Muslim prisoners of faith who were imprisoned because of their religion, said they all took comfort from this verse. They all recited this verse to raise their morale and to prevent themselves falling into despair and depression. And then you find the wife of Aziz acknowledges her guilt. Yusuf is released from prison and then he is made the minister of agriculture. Subhanallah, you find this amazing symmetry in this surah, where the first half of the surah is reflected in the second half of the surah, and all the trials which he undergoes are one by one, one by one undone in the second half of the surah. Throughout all these trials and tribulations, which have been enough to destroy any man or woman, Yusuf does not change. He holds on to the Iman and principles. How do we know this? Well, when he is in, a, in prison, in his darkest moments, when he's been accused, when he's been imprisoned, and he spent many years in prison, two men come to him 
and they ask him to interpret their dreams. One of the miracles which Yusuf is given as a proof of his prophethood is that he can interpret dreams. When these two men come to him to interpret their dream, despite Yusuf being accused of so many things, they, said to, they say to Yusuf, Inna naraka min al-muhsinin. We see you from the muhsinin. We consider you to be from the muhsinin. Muhsinin means doers of good. Now, scan forward to the end of the story when Yusuf is the chief minister of Egypt with complete control of his brothers. And when his um, brother Benjamin is taken and captured, the brothers, the other brothers, the half-brothers, they beg to Yusuf salam to take one of them in place of Benjamin. And what do they say to him? The exact same phrase. We see you from amongst the muhsineen, the doers of good. Whether Yusuf is in prison, whether he is the chief minister of Egypt, he is still described as That shows us that people of principle don't change. Whatever their circumstances, they don't compromise their values. They are patient and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always brings relief for them after hardship. There are so many countless aspects of the story we could speak about. We could speak about the importance of tarbiyah at an early age. How Yaqub developed such important principles in his son Yusuf that even the few years that they spent together at the beginning of their life is enough to sustain Yusuf with guidance from Allah for the rest of his life. We could speak about the importance of mutual respect between the parent and the child. Look at how Yusuf addresses his father, Ya Abati, which means my dear, beloved, respected father. And look how his father speaks to Yusuf, Ya Bunayya, my dear, beloved son. When you address each other in this way, that can only lead to love and respect and a flourishing relationship. Also look to the importance of spending time with your children. Yaqub says, it grieves me that you take him away from him. This suggests that Yusuf would spend a lot of time with his father. There are so many important lessons to be learnt. We could also talk about the importance of forgiveness. When Yusuf's brothers acknowledge their error before him and they acknowledge that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has preferred Yusuf over them, Yusuf responds, لا تثريب عليكم اليوم. No blame on you this day. And when we see towards the end of the surah, when Yusuf is recounting all the trials he has been through, he doesn't mention the cause of all these problems, which is his brothers throwing him in the well. Why? Why doesn't he mention the faults and what is the cause of all of these problems, his brothers throwing him down the well? Because when you forgive someone, reminding them of what they've done is part of punishing them and harming them. And if you forgive someone, that should be the end of it. You shouldn't be reminding them about their faults and what they have done. Now, what's the final statement that Yusuf makes in this surah? It's actually a dua. رَبِّ قَدْ آتَيْتَنِي مِنَ الْمُلْكِ وَعَلَّمْتَنِي مِنْ تَأْوِيلِ الْأَحَادِيثِ فَاطِرَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ أَنْتَ وَلِيِّ فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ تَوَفَّنِي مُسْلِمًا وَالْحِقْنِي My Lord, you have given me something of sovereignty and taught me of the interpretation of dreams creator of the heavens and the earth you are my protector in this world and in the hereafter 
cause me to die a Muslim and join me with the righteous. Look at the humility of Yusuf alayhi You have given me something of sovereignty. He's not proud, he's not gloating. Subhanallah, he is now a great ruler in Egypt. And we see even in the time of Pharaoh, which is many centuries later, which is a different ruling dynasty, they still talk about Yusuf alayhi salam. The believer in the household of Pharaoh reminds everyone about Yusuf. That's how powerful a leader he was. But he simply says, قَدْ رَبِّ قَدْ أَتَيْتَنِي مِنَ الْمُلْكِ From some sovereignty. وَعَلَّمْتَنِي مِنْ تَأْوِيلِ الْأَحَدِيثِ You have taught me something of the interpretation of dreams. But subhanAllah, after all of this, after he has been taken out of prison, taken out of slavery, reunited with his family, become the chief minister of Egypt, saved Egypt from famine. What is his dua? What is the crux of his dua? Tawathani muslimo wa alhiqni bisalihin. Cause me to die as a Muslim and join me amongst the righteous. Subhanallah. What humility, what forbearance. Now it would be difficult to identify a single pivotal verse or a central theme for this profound surah. But perhaps we can look towards what Yusuf alayhi salam himself says. قَالُوا أَإِنَّكَ لَأَنْتَ يُوسُفُ قَالَ أَنَا يُوسُفُ وَهَذَا أَخِي قَدْ مَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَيْنَا إِنَّهُ مَنْ يَتَّقِي وَيَصْبِرْ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُضِيعُ أَجْرَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ When their brothers recognize now who Yusuf is, they said, are you indeed Yusuf? He said, I am Yusuf and this is my brother. Allah has certainly favoured us. Indeed, he who fears Allah and is patient, then indeed Allah does not allow to be lost the reward of those who do good. The one who has these two qualities, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will always guide them, will always look after them no matter what life throws at them. The one who has taqwa, وَيَصْبِرْ and has sabr فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُضِيعُ أَجَرَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ Then Allah does not lose, uh, Allah does not allow to be lost the reward of those who do good. هذا وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته